Sonic. Iconic. The show where we supersonic race our way through each episode of the 1993-1994 television animated series Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm your host, Ida. And I'm Alberto. And Alberto is so excited to be here. Today we are going to be talking about part two of Blast of the Past. So, quickly, let's do a little tiny recap of what happened last episode. Sonic and Sally went to the past after going to, like, some weird floating island. And they come the day that Robotnik is about to take over, uh, what was it called? Mobotropolis. Mobotropolis. They're trying to save the kids because everybody's there, but they're kids. All the Freedom Fighters are there. Um, and King Acorn. And basically, they don't do anything because it's just like right when he takes over. Mm-hmm. And then the episode ended. Now we're here. Mm-hmm. You want me to read the plot summary now? Or I could say this first. This one was directed by Ben Hurst. No, it wasn't. It was written by Ben this Hurst. One was written, this one was written by Ben Hurst. Or... As I like to say, Ben Hurst. Why don't Ben hurt my brain? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, read the thing. What thing? The summary. This is probably going to be really bad. How many bad jokes are in here? None. How many good jokes are in here? None. This is serious. This is a serious podcast we record. Okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. Sonic and Sally are still in the past messing things up, and their first play when Robotnik first takes over is to leave. How long is this sentence? (laughs) Their first play. That's what it says. (laughs) I think I meant plan. Their first plan when Robotnik first takes over is to leave and bring Chuck to... start over. (laughs) Do you want me to read this or not? Yes, start over, so I'm not laughing over you. Do you want me to say play or plan? Plan. Sonic and Sally are still in the past, messing things up in their first plan when Robot... Do you want me to say when Robotnik first takes over, too? Yeah. And their first plan when Robotnik first takes over is to leave and bring Chuck to the future. When did they say that? They said, come on, Chuck, we gotta go. And then he's like, no, I'm gonna... I don't think that's what happened. But I'm just gonna keep reading. Gonna take Chuck to the future. I think you... Arrows that scramble program. I think they were just going to escape. They weren't going to go back to the future. Okay, well, read the summary. Okay, but I'm going to do it under protest. Uh, Their first plan is to leave and bring Chuck to the future, leaving everyone else to deal with their careless actions. Chuck has a different plan, and he just happens to have scrambler arrows to fight the sudden onslaught of robots that will now be ever-present in their lives. Because no one but Chuck has a real plan, 85% of the population gets captured and put in prison, waiting to be roboticized. If only Sonic could have kept his mind off... I'm going to read this as you wrote it. If only Sonic could have kept his mind of chili dogs in part one, he could have stopped Robotnik. Sally and Sonic break out of prison. You didn't say they got caught. (laughs) But they're too late to save the kids. They've already been removed from their cell and taken to their impending doom. Sonic and Sally come up with a new plan that involved temper... You're writing in both present and past tense at the same time. You know, S and D are next to each other on the keyboard. (laughs) 
Sonic and Sally come up with a new plan that involves temporarily damaging the roboticizer with the help of Nicole, saving Dulcie's mom, Sabina, and coincidentally ripping off Snively's luscious hair. While the bad guys are busy trying to repair the roboticizer, Sonic and Sally go to save the Great Forest to ensure there will be a knothole misspelled. For <laughs> the K? There's a K, yeah. What? That's dumb. <laughs> for them to go back to... They succeed, get back to the city, and save the kids and turn Robotnik's arm into a hunk of metal and quickly return to the future where their childhood nanny is still alive and cooking them dinner. They didn't defeat the villain, but they did return one step closer with the plans for their original roboticizer. That was way too long of a summary. Okay, there's some sentences Alberta read poorly that I'll reread. Oh, okay, what? <laughs> um, there's some sentences that you wrote poorly. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh, yep, these are the sentences that I'm reading. reading. If only Sonic could have kept his mind off of Chili Dogs in part one, he could have stopped Robotnik. That's how I read it. You said of. Well, that's what you wrote. Okay, let's talk about this episode. Okay. Ben Hurst, more... What What was that joke? <laughs> more like, Ben Hurt, my brain. Hmm. <laughs> okay. So, Nicole helps them, um... Okay, I have a question about that. Okay. Nicole was like, we can't shut this down for two hours. And Sally was like, okay, activate. And then they were like, okay, it worked. Now, it won't... The roboticizer won't work for two more hours. Yeah, that's what I thought, it, that Nicole was saying, there's nothing we can do. And then they were able to disable it. So, what is up with that? I don't understand. Because Nicole, as I wrote down, has a very sad voice. She seemed very defeated, so I was like, oh, obviously, there's this good, they have to come up with something else, and then it didn't happen. So, I don't know. There were some plot inconsistencies there. There are always plot inconsistencies. And then after that, they're like, oh, if we don't do something, our child selves are going to get roboticized, and then we'll be dead. Like, that's the first time they talk about how all their actions could affect the future, because Sonic's like... What are you talking about? What? We might not be alive? Okay, so there were a lot of things that I thought would be important in this episode that weren't. One, I thought we were going to see Bunny Rabot's origin story of her getting roboticized. Because they showed her strapped down to the roboticizer. Yeah, I thought they were going to show her, like, get pulled out halfway through. No. <laughs> Two, we meet Dulcie's mom, Sabina, who apparently is a super powerful dragon. And that's what you actually, uh, that was one of your predictions about this episode last time. That we were going to meet Dulcie's mom? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't remember saying that. So I thought they were going to, like, explain something more about her. No, they just said she was very powerful. And then she escaped from prison somehow. But you know what was really important is they showed Snively losing his hair. Mm-hmm. Well... His hair was very important to Snively because after that he was like whimpering, combing his couple strands. That's one thing I don't like about prequel stories like this, where they're like, oh, Snively has hair? Well, we have to figure out now how he's going to lose his hair because he can't just have like naturally gone bald in between this time and the future. We need to see everything that's different. We need to see how it changed. Yeah, even though it, like 10 years had passed. 
Um, there were some weird sound things in this episode. This music had like, or this episode had like no music or ambient sound in the background. For yeah. a lot of it, it was just like, here's a voice. Because at the beginning, Silence. there was like some music and then it just like cut out basically. Yeah. But there was Snively was sounding like a squeaky dog toy. He sounded like that before. No, it was weird. And then Sonic was making like hiya fighting noises that he's mm-hmm. never made before. Like a lot. Okay, let's talk about Rosie. Rosie the Riveter. Rosie, their nanny, apparently, is a nanny to all these kids. So she runs a daycare. And she dresses like Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah. And she's like a... She a chipmunk? She's British, right? I have no idea what animal she's supposed to be. I don't know. Some woodland creature. I don't know if she's British or not. I don't remember. I think she had a British accent. But apparently she helped them all escape... Before they changed stuff in the past. And then Sally said, you know, we talked about how all this stuff can affect the future, how every decision we made can and- affect the future for the worse. But uh, you know what? I'm going to be selfish and tell Rosie. Don't leave not whole ever. And Rosie's like, okay. Because apparently originally she was in the forest and she got captured by Swapbots and roboticized. Oh, speaking of the Great Forest, they changed history by being there and they caused the machine that pollutes everything to, in this timeline, go towards the Great Forest and destroy everything. So mm-hmm. what I'm asking is why didn't that thing try to do that originally? Mm. They they were just like, okay, there's a forest over there. Let's leave that alone. And then in the future, Robotnik knows that they're in the Great Forest, and he's still just like, well, I'm just going to not do anything about that. Because you think the plan was just to release a bunch of pollution and slowly let all the nature die? I don't know. This show is not very well written. Well, if that was the plan, why couldn't they have done that at any point in time? If they have this, it's a ginormous machine. What was it called? The Pollutizer. <laughs> really? Probably. Something like, it was something like that. Probably something that they came up with in one second. It's like a, um, there's, I don't remember who, some comedian, I remember hearing a stand-up a bit, what are they called? Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> That's not important who it was, but they're like, oh, I want to be the... The um, namer of kitchen appliances because you just say, what does it do? Oh, toast things? Toaster. It refrigerates things? Refrigerator. What about the oven? <laughs> Blends things? A blender. It ovens things? An oven. Why do they call it oven? <laughs> <laughs> when you oven hot food, of out cold... <laughs> When you oven cold food, I'm out hot, eat the food. <laughs> Do you remember when I was trying to tell you that and I could not? Yeah. <laughs> could not Dude, like, say any of it without laughing. Ten minutes. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> Unlike this show. Yep. I don't have anything else to say. Uh, there was this one point where Chuck was about to be roboticized, and he said, Julian, you are nothing but scum. 
And do you remember what Robotnik said? What? He said, ah, I relish the thought. I thought that was pretty funny. But then, later, when he accidentally got his arm roboticized, he was mad about that? Yeah, like you love robots so much, and but now your arm has, what, like, infinite strength? Like, it'll never get tired and you're mad? Mm-hmm. And another thing that I'm now thinking of, uh, Sonic and Sally needed to stop the politicizer from polluting, and at the same time, they needed to stop the roboticizer from roboticizing. So they were like, okay, we'll handle one at a time. But then, like, every 10 seconds, Sonic was like, oh, I gotta look at the chili dog stand. Oh, I gotta stop and talk to Snively. Oh, I gotta take as much time as possible. Uh, but then everything works out in the end anyway. Mm-hmm. Sonic was really unconcerned, even though Sally kept being like, we only have so much time. We only have so much we time. We only have 45 seconds. Oh, let's stop and talk to Rosie. Who's just wandering around in the roboticized castle place. No, wasn't she in, like, their house? I don't know. Where was the secret tunnel? They were going all over the place and just things were happening. I mean, they're always going all over the place and things are happening. Let's talk about when they were falling into the Great Forest and Sonic apparently has anti-gravity shoes. Let's talk about how how they, they shot themselves into the sky And then they were like, oh, we're falling now. What's the plan? Sally was like, I don't know. Figure it out, Sonic. And then he was like, oh, I've got anti-gravity shoes. Which looked like like really strong fans. Hasn't he had those before? I feel like they showed up once. I don't remember. Suddenly. You know what it made me think about, though? Conan's shoes in case clothes that can Mm. kick really hard. they, They could do other stuff, right? Nope. Oh. He had that whole dial on the back just for one thing. Yeah. He did have that dart watch. Yeah, and the voice modulating bow tie. Oh, yeah. And the glasses that have a tracking device. And that skateboard that's solar powered. And other stuff. You know, that's still going. I'm not surprised. Okay, what else? What's your one sentence summary? If only I would have kept my mind off chili dogs, I could have stopped him. Mine is Ben Hurst, her hurt. That's what your notes say. What about Blue Hedgehog? Ah, nothing to fret about. Yep. Julian said that. Julian? Yeah, we're close now. I don't go by that name anymore. I go by Robotnik. So is he a doctor? I don't know. And is that, I thought that was his last name, but is it just a new name he came up with for himself? I don't know. Is that his middle name? Julian Robotnik. I go by my middle name now, Robotnik. (laughs) Hi, I'm Julian Robotnik Johnson. (laughs) Okay, what's your one sentence summary? I'll come up with a... a No, mine was Ben Hurst, more like Hurts, my brain. Mine is, we got a teaser that we were going to find out what happened to Bunny, and then we didn't. That's okay. Remember what I was saying about how you don't need to see everything? Oh, how yeah. everything happens? We don't need to see that. Although, when you're making it look like it's about to happen, you might as well do it. Yeah, I want to see a baby bunny get tortured. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, before we co- before we continue, 
So let's imagine Dulcie's childhood. We saw. No, I don't care about Dulcie. We saw baby Dulcie in Sabina's um, pouch. little pouch. Okay, so Dulcie has this really powerful dragon mom who is fighting Robotnik. Her mom is like really stressed out and doesn't have a lot of time for Dulcie. So Dulcie has a lot of like. Um, she was missing that connection. She doesn't have a secure connection. Okay, with her hold mom. on. Before you continue, you're gonna say that Dulcie is looking for her mother's approval or something. But all that she ever references is asking for her mom not to wake her up right now. It's never anything about approval. It's just let me sleep no. five more minutes, mom. No, she says I'll clean my room, mom. Doesn't she say that? Yes, very oddly. <laughs> So It's okay. never about approval. It's just like, I don't want to do my chores. I don't want to wake up. So maybe she's constantly, like, dreaming about going back to her childhood to have that, like, she's, she's craving that comfortable, safe feeling of a child and a parent. So she felt like she wasn't protected by her mom because her mom was out here protecting the whole world. And so that's why she's, like, living in the past. She's looking for that safe, secure connection with a parent-like figure. Okay. <laughs> That's what I think. Well, I don't like to think about Dulcie because she annoys me. Because you're rude. Yeah. What's the name of the next episode? I don't know. I feel like it might be Cry of the Wolf. Okay, do your best wolf howl. No. I'll do mine. Ow! Well, what do you think is going to happen in this episode, if it is called Cry of the Wolf? If it's called Cry of the Wolf, they're going to have some type of plan that involves them going out into the Great Forest at night, and then their plan's going to get derailed, they're going to get lost, and they stumble into, like, a burrow, like, an underground house. And there's a really sad wolf in there. Crying. Because this wolf never had a safe <laughs> connection with his parent in childhood. Okay, uh, what else do we have to say before we leave? Before you see your little movie? Yeah, I'm gonna go see Air, which sounds like a very interesting movie about Michael Jordan and Air Jordans. And Michael Jordan is played by... Um, is Michael Jordan even in it? All I saw that it was just know. like, what's that guy's name? What is that guy's name? Who's in it? I have no idea. It's that one guy. His name starts with a B. Barry? No. Barack? No. Bob? No. Bitsy? <laughs> yeah, it's Bitsy. <laughs> I don't know who's in it. Well, anyway, uh, goodbye. What a great episode. That was not a good episode. <laughs>